Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in. Hey, how y'all doing? This is Rick Sincere with MTMV Sports. So happy today to be joined on the line by Ryan Serafosman, co-host of the Armchair Fantasy Show. Man, we are just blessed to have you in the building today, bro. How are you doing? Fantastic, man. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Awesome, man. Yo, this week was weird. It was a weird week for a lot of people. Um, some blow-up spots for some guys, right? Um, some people kind of fell back. I know we play this game really because... Um, it, it's just fun to predict some stuff and then be wrong a little bit sometimes, right? And then it's yeah. just awesome to hit it right on the head. Um, who are some guys this week, man, who surprised you? Every, You know, we kind of start off humble here. So who are some guys who surprised you? You didn't expect to see the type of explosion that you got a chance to see. I mean, you have to start with Aaron Jones, right, who's been all over the place throughout yeah. his career. He had four touchdowns yesterday on 19 freaking carries, and we're talking – this season, he's had two games over 100, or 150 yards total offense, and then he's had three games under 60. He's a guy who I've been a little bit harsher on than most, and I just – I don't know how to read him still. And I feel like any week, either thing can happen. So you can't yep. stop. You can't yep. uh, bench him, but you can't ever be confident. But it was unbelievable. With that, with Adams out, they changed everything for him. Yeah. But that, yeah was, I was, that was great to me too. Him, um, that Pringle dude. Like, I don't know who saw that coming. Dude, Byron, yeah, I remember he had, like, the preseason hype where everybody was playing him in, like, DFS in the preseason. Yeah. And he disappeared with Demarcus Robinson, uh, Hardman, Hill, Watkins, and just kind of got lost until yesterday. And he yeah. got – and it wasn't, like, just a big play. He was heavily targeted in the offense. Because you, you can't just have one, you know? <laughs> no, they, no, they have to just throw everybody for a loop. That was weird to me, bro. All right. Um, who are some other people you saw? Um, I mean, Mike Evans with his goose egg kind of hurt a little bit. Yeah. I mean, he was – they had him manned up. Uh, PFF was talking about it. He was shattered the whole game by Lattimore, plus they bracketed him. So, literally, he was doubled the whole game. And Jameis decided he quit forcing the ball and just went to Godwin. Uh, and Evans is another guy, man. You can never bench him. He was wide receiver four going the last week, and now he put up a goose egg for us. So that's that's kind of weird. I was um I was shocked by I was definitely shocked by Aaron Jones. I don't know why, but I never trusted him. Right, no. I just never did. And then when he blows up, like I felt that right. Um, Mike Evans, he's another one who I didn't trust, but I expected to do well because he's done so well like, in the past against the Saints, and I just expected yeah. him to do well. And Marshawn Lattimore had a great week last week. I didn't expect him to follow that up again with another great week, but he did, right? So I was shocked, man. Let me ask you this question. Going forward, how am I handling a guy like Aaron um, Aaron Jones? I mean, Aaron Jones, uh, not, running back's not really been the best this year, so you have to start him. But I think you have to temper expectations based off of matchups. If he's playing a tougher defense or you might have to – Think about him as the RB2, RB3. But in a good matchup, or if you have injuries, you know they're going to run, you can have a little more confidence. But I think you have to make up with how you build your team around him, whether you're playing some 
high volatility guys who may be big to play or not, or you want a safer bet like a Jarvis Landry who you know is going to get that 10 points and you want to take that chance of Aaron Jones blowing up. Yep. Okay. Um, so what about Evans? How, how do you deal with Evans moving forward, man? Because that, you know, nobody expected it, but we got it, right? How do we deal with Evans moving forward? Uh, Evans thing I'm not really as worried about. I think it's a blip. We've seen Evans be good for, what, four years now where he's consistently got 1,000 yards every single year of his career. He's come close ten, 10 touchdowns every year. I'm not as worried about him. I know Godwin's been absolutely fantastic, but long run, I think that helps more than it hurts where he's going to produce. I think you can start him without really having to worry. Awesome. All right, so now let's, you know, we reminisced about week week five. Let's look forward to week six for a second here. Who are some guys who you say, man, these are some guaranteed producers. Just looking at their matchups, I love it. I like these guys. These are guys who I think should blow up next week. Um, I'm going to start with Mark Ingram. I think he has a fantastic match against Cincinnati, who's been one of the worst off teams this year. Uh, he had a rough game this weekend against Pittsburgh, whose run defense is pretty good. But he still had 19 carries, got in the red zone. I think he's somebody you can trust to get volume no matter what in Baltimore's offense. They were averaging six yards a carry until last week, in every game of last week. So I think he's somebody you can plug in, not worry about. Uh, another guy I actually feel pretty confident is Kyler Murray. I think he's slowly coming around. He's had over 16 points every game this year, and he's coming into a really good matchup against Atlanta, who's just giving up points in the droves. We, I mean, he isn't going to have a Deshaun Watson performance, obviously, but his best game of his career so far, his young career, I think we can see that out of Kyler as well. I like Kyler, man. Um, what I saw from Kyler this week was just, you know, that will to win and just putting his team on his back and getting them across the hump, man. And fantasy-wise, what I loved about, what I like about him from jump, right, was just his mobility, right? And I loved his passing, but I love his mobility. It seems like he is that guy right now. He, he's a really good, I, I don't know, where would you rank him as far as QBs are concerned? Uh, I think I have him right outside of my top 12 looking in. Younger-wise, okay. we're talking dynasty. That's a whole different thing. But okay. he's definitely a guy because, I mean, perfect example was Lamar this week. He had a bad week, three interceptions, but he still put up decent fantasy production because he can put 60 yards, 70 yards on the ground. Yep. And I think Kyler's a guy who has that floor because he is ultra-athletic, and I think the more time he gets starting, the more we're going to see let him loose a little bit and not protect, have to protect him as much. Do you see him fantasy-wise being like a Russell Wilson in the future or something beyond that? I mean, you can't get much better than Russ has been doing. He's been just <laughs> dynamite, man. Like, he's playing out of his world with the most limited talent around him, as you see. So I don't know if he's going to be Russ, but I think he's definitely going to be a guy who is going to be in the top, top seven to ten QBs picked every year. I think you can plug him in. You don't have to worry about him. He's almost matchup proof because of what he can add. But beyond Russell Wilson's, pretty bold. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Now, um, do you have any more guaranteed producers for us? Uh, guaranteed wise, uh, it's a little bit rough this week. I think we're going to okay. see D Hop have a game, uh, bounce back game. Uh, he has Kansas City, who we've seen just kind of underperform and give up tons of yards. And 
he isn't going to be that quiet for that long. We saw it out of Will Fuller, who just was awesome this week. And they double-covered D-Hop all game. And I don't think, with Will Fuller playing like that, I think it makes it a lot harder to double him. And you don't have the type of corners guarding Hopkins as you did last week if he's playing Kansas City. I think people have been afraid or starting to like be down on him. And there's no need to be. No need to be worried about him, right? Uh, All right. So, yo, thank you for that, man. Let's, now, a lot of people are going to start, you know, looking at the waiver wire this week. Um, you know, think last you know, last few weeks, you know, the, the waiver wire pickups have kind of been all over the place, right? Nobody's, like, came off the waiver wire and just blew up for you. Um, I mean, for me, no. I, I, I haven't had that. Te- that's not my testimony, right? <laughs> but, um, but this week, who are some good waiver wire targets that people can grab moving into week six? Uh, one of the first guys I like is uh, Darius Slayton. Uh, Sterling Shepard's in the concussion protocol, so that opens up that game. Uh, Golden Tate's going to get those volume underneath things, but Slayton stepped up. He has big playability. He's averaging over 17 yards reception uh, through three games this year, or through like his three games he actually started. And he's huge play threat, and with limited receivers there, he's somebody who's got, who's been stepping up. He had five targets last week, and he's starting to get a little bit of more comfortable with Daniel Jones. I like him going forward on a team that's going to be playing from behind, getting garbage points throughout. Uh, Chase Edmonds is going to be a pickup for me. Okay. Uh, for more precautionary reasons, uh, David Johnson got hurt. We don't know. They haven't really released anything yet, but I'd rather pick him up and not worry about it and have something just in case. So you wonder, do you think he'll have like David Johnson type productivity or do you think you know he's like a whole tier down i think he can get 60 to 75 percent of what david johnson gets okay david johnson's an elite talent i mean he's one of the top running backs in the league him in the passing game is just unbelievable Edmonds can do it he's solid it's kind of like how we saw with wayne gallman under barkley last or the week before where yeah he gave you solid fantasy production but not to that level so you think, okay, cool, cool. You got two more for me? Uh, yeah, I have uh, Byron Pringle, who we talked about a little bit. Yeah, I'm, yeah, very yeah. Ca- I'm very cautious about him, man. Because <laughs> like we talked about, they're, they're all over the place with who gets volume, who it goes to. He had nine targets for 103. Yeah. Like, nine targets makes you feel confident. I feel like it's he might be that guy in the Sammy Watkins role because he's a little bit bigger body. He's not the speedster like the other two. And with Hill, it depends if Hill comes back, though. Mm. If Hill's actually back this week, I'm kind of, I'm not, I'm fading him. But You're Hill's done, out. Man. Yeah. No it's Pringle. No Pringle. But if Hill's okay. there, man, or if Hill's out, he could fill in that role and be somebody who could produce. Do you really trust anybody in that Chiefs passing game outside of Tariq Hill and Kelsey? Like, is there anybody no. else who you trust? No. Uh, not, I don't. They're just... I mean, the way they spread the ball around, it's like he uh, Mahomes has his first two lead main reads with Kelsey and Hill when they're in, and then he just goes to whoever's wide open because those guys are just flying around out there. Mm, okay. Okay. All right. You got one more? I do. It's Gerald Everett, man. He absolutely had a monster game this week. Tight end's absolutely brutal. He's available in 97% of leagues on ESPN. Yeah. And he's a must-add. Their offense – it's just changed a ton this year. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know if Goff has just gotten more cautious or if it's because they're not getting that volume together like they used to. But Everett's kind of been that safety valve the last two weeks. And outside of like six tight ends, I'm not confident with anybody. You're just praying for 30, 40 yards and a touchdown. And Everett's at least getting some volume. So I'd feel really good getting him. He might be my priority waiver rider on the week. Okay. Everett. Yes, sir. How much are you, how much are you dropping for Everett? How much are you spending for him? Probably 40 to 50%. Really? If I, if I'm bad, if I'm bad at tight end, if I don't have, if I'm anywhere under that tier of like Disley Andrews, and I can lock up that position where I don't have to stream the rest of the year, I'm I feel comfortable blowing some fab budget because we're getting later and later in the year, and it's getting harder to fill up positions, and no one's really lighting up the wire with like elite talent. All these young guys are playing early, so I'm gonna get as I'm gonna load up early as I can. Man, I feel that. Look, honestly, um, I, I, I got to ask you, there's, there's a lot of guys who are supposedly coming back, right? Like this week, right? You're, you're probably getting back. Um, you may get back Tyreek Hill, who we talked about earlier. Um, Hernan, right? Um, tight end for the Jets. Yeah. Are you are you hearing any buzz about him? Uh, I actually had him in my waiver article last week to so get him a week ahead of time. I like Herndon, man. I think he's super talented. Uh, it was terrible he got suspended. I mean, it's brought on by himself. That's a whole different conversation. But he's a dude who can stretch the field. <laughs> I mean, he's one, yeah. he's one of those uh, tight ends who can stretch the field. He's basically just a big wide receiver. And they're kind of beat up. But once Darnold's back, that offense is going to look better. Okay. They have they have Love Bell, who they've just fed. And I think he's a guy who can be that safety valve because – he really wouldn't be thrown to Quincy Nunwa and all the time. And Jameson Crowder, you want to trace that big body tight end who's probably more athletic than they are. Man, I, I knew um I should have picked him up last year last week. I didn't put the I didn't put the waiver wire in for him last week. I went a different direction thinking I had another week, right? And he got scooped up. Um Gerald Everett last week, he got scooped up. People are in my league are like a week ahead of the curve. So I mean it, it's those are blow up spots, man. And honestly, at tight end. People are struggling. Like it's a struggle, man. And if you're if you're streaming, I thought I was outsmarting people with with TJ Hawkinson. I thought I had it right. And then he tries to jump over somebody, gets his you know, like face blew in, and then I don't know <laughs> I don't know what to do from now on. It's, it's yeah, I hate I hate tight end so much. I got I got really lucky this year. Okay, like, I've had no tight end issues, and it's really weird. But yeah. that's because my. That's because of my Homer fandom. And ah. I got lucky because of it. But okay. it's it's rough, man. Who are you a fan of? I'm a Ravens fan, man. So oh, I had no. I have Mark Andrews ah. everywhere. Yeah, You've I, been I, yeah, I've had him everywhere. And I, I actually got to go see them yesterday. I was pretty pumped about it. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Um, yo, so I saw Mark go down for a second yesterday. I know you did too, right, Andrew? Yeah. You saw yeah. him go down for a second, and then I was like, I immediately tried to put the 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 waiver wire in for Hayden Hurst, right? So I, yeah. I started thinking about Hurst, but then he pops back up, and then he's back in the game later on. How big would Hurst be if Andrews goes down? Huge. Okay. I mean, Andrews has been beat up the last three weeks. He's been playing on injured foot. Hurst is the next man up. He's he's their he's an athletic tight end. They spent a first round pick on him. They picked Andrews two rounds later. 
Uh, they like hers. He's more in line blocking type, but I mean, their next guy behind him is Nick Boyle, who literally only blocks. Mm. So her, if he goes down, Hurst is someone I'm scooping up. Okay. Okay. All right. Cool. So would you would you pick him up a little early just in case? Like you know, would you handcuff your tight end now? Are we there in life where we're handcuffing tight ends? I I'm not, man. I can't do it. <laughs> I, it, it it's it's too much even for me. If we're okay. if we're talking dynasty, yeah, in regular region, I can't. Can't do it. <laughs> you can't do it. I can't. I can't have more than one on my roster. It like makes me nervous. I feel you, man. All right, cool. So look, um, that's our first half. After this, we're gonna hop into. Uh, we're gonna take a small break, and then right after that, we're gonna hop into two games. We play a game called trade trade wins, and then after that, our signature game, uh, which is trust fall, and then we'll hop into those two right after this break. I'm coming in. Hey, this is Kevin Gray of Clutch Talk Sports Radio, and you're listening to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked. All right, we're back. All right, so, um, man, thank you so much for joining us, Doc. I'm with Ryan Searfoss, the co-host of Armchair Fantasy Show, man. Um, so far... We've hopped into a lot of stuff, got a lot of good information. We're about to hop into our two games. First off, we'll start off with trade wins. This is how it really works, right? Well, it's, it's light. You know the guys already, but you don't know the situation. So I'm just going to basically, um, these guys are on your team, right? They're either on your team or they're on another team. I'm going to ask you, would you either trade for them or would you trade them away? I'm not going to give you like a whole trade scenario where I give you the guys of the offer, Right. I just want to know, in your mind, are they available for trade? Are they not available for trade? Does that make sense? Yeah. Are they a target for you? All right, cool. So, um, wide receiver Devontae Adams, right? He's on your squad, but he's hurt right now, right? My question is, somebody comes to you with a decent offer, do you make him available? Uh, No. I mean, everyone's always available, but, man, he's on the field. He's a monster. He's not available unless I'm getting someone extremely elite back who's probably drafted around that area, which people aren't going to do because they're going to low ball you. I'd have to say no, man. He's one of the top three to five guys in his position in the league, and I'm not, I don't care about him being out of the league. If somebody's coming at you correct, who are they offering for Devontae Adams? Like, if they're coming correct, they're not lowballing you, they're coming correct. Who are they offering you for Devontae Adams? I mean, it's going to be have to be another like top tier wide receiver plus something. So I'm talking <laughs> like it's going to be like someone like an Amari Cooper and somebody I can play in the flex spot. Okay. Like it's going to have to be a wide receiver, a low end wide receiver one RB one and a guy I can start in the flex because him plus whoever I have chances are going to be better than the two guys are starting. So it's a two for one deal or it's not happening. It's a two for one, and it's a solid two for one. Bet. I would be stingy with him. All right, dope, dope. Here we go. All right, now we look at the next guy, man. He's out there, um, but he's rostered in a lot of leagues, right? You look at A.J. Green. I'm going to talk about A.J. Green for a second. He's rostered in a lot of leagues. You look at A.J. Green. He's in, he's in your league, but he's on somebody else's team, right? What type of package are you putting together if you're going after an A.J. Green right now? Or are you even targeting an A.J. Green based on how Cincinnati's looking right now? Um, I would trade for A.J. Green. Uh, I think he's that career guy there. 
he's not he's not leaving the team, and their team that has to pass the ball. Um, I'm gonna send some young. I'm trying to send some young guys his way who are kind of hyped, but really boomer bust. Like I don't I don't want to say like DJ Shark because he's been well well over expectations. Yes, yes. But if we're talking something like a Marquez Valdez Scantling, who some games hit, some days miss. Even people who are still believing in her a little better performer, like Cortland Sutton, if this guy is someone who's desperate for a starter or something, I'm taking advantage of it with with starting caliber guys. And if they're not, I'm going for young guys with upside who I don't think are gonna break out until next till later next year. Okay. Okay. But yeah, All he's right. definitely somebody I think can help you win come playoff time. Okay, so you're saying he's a long term investment. I'm gonna tell you why I'm hot on him or high on him a little bit. I'm hearing um you know the the Patriots rumors. Oh, Are you man. hearing those? You hearing those Patriots rumors and the Saints rumors? I'm hearing both of those rumors I right have now. Not heard the Saints one. Yes, the Saints rumors out right now. So Saints rumors and Patriots rumors, and if it goes down, it's a blow up spot. To me. Yeah. How, how much? How many times are these Patriots rumors literally just anytime <laughs> a wide receiver is talked about? <laughs> it's the Patriots, and we're starting to see that with the Bills too. Yeah, yeah. I, I take that with a grain of salt, but but if he if he stays in Cincy, man, they're they're throwing the ball a lot. Yeah, they are. And I don't I know Tyler Boyd's been great, but AJ Green doesn't need a dozen targets to produce. He doesn't. If he's he healthy. comes back and he's if he yes. comes back and he's AJ, then then we're straight. Yeah, and if he's eighty percent of AJ, he's still a star, a wide receiver to flex up option. True, true. Okay. All right, now, this time I'm going to give you the real scenario. You ready? Okay. All right. Okay. And and it's going to be a compound thing, right? I told you about Patrick Mahomes, but I didn't tell you about everything else in the deal. All right? All right. Here we go. Patrick Mahomes is on your team. Okay. You also have Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler. You're in a PPR, right? Okay. And you're sitting pretty at the top of the league, right? This is a lot of the scenario. All right, you ready? Yeah. Somebody hits you with an offer like this. They offer you Alvin Kamara, Drew Brees, Matt Stafford, and Travis Kelsey for Patrick Mahomes, Kenan Allen, and Austin Eckler. You so taking what, that deal or are you not taking so that? So you said Kamara, Brees, Stafford, Stafford, and Kelsey. Yeah, see ya. They're gone. They're, I mean, Kamara is. You taking that deal? Yeah, uh, you get you get me an elite you get me an elite running back who's top three in the league. I know he's going to put up ridiculous numbers every single week. You okay. have me, Kelsey, who's a lock at the most terrible position in football. And yes, Patrick Mahomes is unbelievable, but I could get a zombie QB or a Frankenstein QB made out of Stafford and Breeze, where I can make up for those I can make up for those points because of the talent I just brought in. Okay, but yeah, I'd do that. Um, you doing that deal? I am, yeah. I mean, it's – I'd maybe think a little bit, but I'd pull that trigger pretty quick. You're pulling – okay. Yeah, okay, you give me something with Kamara in it. If name's Kamara, see so yeah, Chris McCaffrey are in that deal, I'm pulling that quick, man. Man, I feel you. Look, um, that that's a, that's a personal testimony trade right there. <laughs> I just made that trade last week. Oh, did you? <laughs> did. Wait, what side were you? I was on the, the receiving side. I got Kamara. I got Drew Brees. I got Matt Stafford. I got Travis Kelsey. Um, and I was like, I was nervous about it, bro. I was yeah. nervous about it. 
I love it. That, you love that, that? I like that deal a lot. Yeah. Bet, bet, bet. All right, awesome. Look, I know I'm not. I, I know we don't do this on this show, but 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 you know, sometimes you got to give the person the testimony. All right. Now we're going to hop into our next game, which is Trustfall. Um, I'm just going to basically name off the guy, right, in their situation, whether they're in a 12-team, a 10-team, or 14-team league, um, and then say whether it's PPR or non-PPR, right? And then I'm going to ask you, how would you handle them? It's either a red light, which I don't start them, or yellow light, I start them with caution, or green light, I start them with confidence. Cool. You ready, Rock? Yep. Here we go. All right, we got James White versus the Giants in a 12 team you're in a 12 team PPR league is James White running back for the Patriots versus the Giants next week how do you handle him yellow light red light green light I'm gonna say yellow light on that uh I like James White I think he's good but I think he's a guy who is gonna perform better in games where the Patriots are a little bit closer not blowing out a team Mm. so I think it's proceed with caution he may get some work early but you can definitely see those carries and touches going to somebody a little bit more than sending shell range when you have a game that may not be close. So if they blow out the Giants, they'll start moving away from, you know, throwing him the ball. Right. Because they won't need to. I feel exactly. you. I feel you. Okay. Okay. Love it. All right. We got running back for Philly, Jordan Howard. You're in a 10-team, non-PPR league. He's going against Minnesota. And you know, they've been pretty decent against the run. But Jordan Howard's been blowing up for the last two weeks. He's been doing pretty decent. So, my question is, how do you handle him? Yellow light, red light, green light? I'm going to get a red light on that. Uh, I, yeah, 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 big shocker. <laughs> I, I actually do like Jordan Howard, but it's a 10-team league, man. You got somebody better on your bench. And, okay. <laughs> like, Minnesota's a terrible matchup for him. And we don't know. And he's not bringing too much other than the run game to it. You're going to hope for a touchdown in that matchup, which I really don't want to do in a smaller league. Okay, okay. Here we go. We got Vance McDonald. You know how hard our boy's been with the tight end situation. And Vance played last week, and we didn't expect him to play, right? But he played. So Vance played. This week, he has a pretty okay matchup going against the Los Angeles Chargers, but he's been not doing so well, and his quarterback just got almost murdered yesterday. So he has... That's not... (laughs) (laughs) it's <laughs> not cool <laughs> no, not at all <laughs> so yesterday I mean look man when I saw that hit I was like man I, was, I started praying I really did cause he looked gone he looked gone and when he woke yeah. back up I was like thank you lord it was bad bro yeah, anyway I, I, I could hear it from the upper levels of the game yeah. and then, oh, really? they were, then they pushed that card off the field man afterwards that thing broke down they had to carry him off and couldn't yeah. ride him off <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you were there. Yeah, I was at the game. Oh, bro. Yo. It, yeah, it was. It was How'd ugly. What that moment feel like? Dude, everything stopped. Like that stadium okay. got. Like Heinz feels loud. Like I, I live in Pittsburgh, but I'm a Ravens fan, so like it's different for me. That place okay. gets loud. You could hear a pin drop when it happened, man. It was terrible. And then that thing broke down, yeah. and people were just freaking out in the stands. Mm. Like it, it was. It was bad. It I mean, he bad. got Look, on TV when he got hit and he dropped like, like that. He dropped like in Rocky. You remember? Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but you, yeah, it was, anyway, so before I say something wrong, all right, Vance McDonald, right? You got him possibly with a backup quarterback going against the Los Angeles Chargers. You're in a 14 team PPR league, right? 
What are you doing, Vance McDonald? Is it red light, yellow light, green light? Ooh, that 14 threw me off a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be yellow because you probably aren't going to have something better, but I'm real nervous about it. We don't know what Devlin Hodge is going to do. Rudolph's already out for the week. They announced that already. Uh-huh. Uh, but the thing is, they could let this kid just sling it, or he could feel, when he is thrown, feel comfortable going to the tight end over receivers. Mm. He could put some points up, but I'm not real confident about it. Okay, let's double up on it. Juju. Now, you know Juju's the man, right? Juju, you're in a 10-team. PPR league. He's going against the Chargers, too. We fed Yellow Life for Vance, but what are we doing with Juju? I mean, you got to go green. It's He's a top-tier guy in the okay, league. Okay, okay. Uh, he's in a bad matchup. He'll have Casey Hayward on him, which is mm. really rough. And you got a rookie QB. But what's the chances they're going to say, hey, man, just throw it up to him. They're going to find ways to get him the ball. He's really good. I don't know if he's a true wide receiver one, but he's pretty close. And you got to start him with confidence. You can't bench him. or You're not going to have anyone better even than a 10 team. Love it. Love it. Okay, here we go. This is the last one. Um, I'm actually just going to throw out some colors, right? And then you pick the color, and behind each color, there's a matchup. Okay. Okay? All right, here we go. So, one color is orange. Okay. One color is purple. Other color is black. And then one color is blue. Okay, I'll go purple. Purple? All right. This is the one that will hit close to home for you then. Hollywood Brown. Next week, you know what the deal is, right? They're playing against Cincy. But still, he's been kind of hit or miss. They've been targeting him, but he's been kind of hit or miss. What am I doing with Marquise Brown next week? How am I handling him? Red light, yellow light, or green light? Man, I don't want to sound like Homer on this, but man, <laughs> he's, get, he's getting targets. And getting targets. Jackson throws to the end zone. He, had four, he threw the end zone four times last week. Only converted one. It was to Hollywood. That's his go. Him and Andrews are his go-to, and like he's been forcing, starting to force the ball to him, almost the part where it's detrimental. But he mm-hmm. trusts that kid, and he's somebody who's up and coming, and he has that big play potential anytime. He's only needs one one catch to make a fantasy week. Mm, that's I'm fact. looking at him that's as a fact. wide receiver three, but I feel pretty good about it. Okay, cool, cool. So in your flex, wide receiver three, you're starting that guy. Yes. I love it. Yo, as a Ravens fan, how have you been feeling about this Lamar Jackson experience, man? Yeah, I fully support Lamar. I love him. I think I think people are really hard on these young quarterbacks now. Okay. I, I had a thing earlier I tweeted about it. They're like, we've seen, like, Aaron Rodgers two years sitting. We've had, like, Stafford, who's had more interceptions and touchdowns starting. Yep. Manning had more interceptions and yes. touchdowns this first okay. season. Yeah. Uh, Brady sat for a year. All these great quarterbacks, man, they've sat a year. They've struggled. They've gone through it before they started. These guys now, Lamar's 22. You got Baker in there who's struggling a little bit. You got Kyler. People want these guys to be cute, like top-tier QB1s right now. Yeah. It's crazy. But Lamar's doing enough to win, win ball games. It may not be pretty every week. He got a little bit too dangerous this week. I thought Steelers had a really good defense, but I have faith in him. I think he brings it a whole different skill set to the ball game. And I'm excited to see him grow. And when he got the start over Flacco, man, I, I was about ready to throw a party. Okay. Really? 
Yeah, I was so happy about it. They they're <laughs> built that they're building that team around his strengths to do it yeah. right. I'm excited about his growth. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I'm a Lamar Jackson fan. Um, my very first article that I ever wrote was about Lamar Jackson. It was it was really about why don't they trust him? You know, the people just didn't trust him as a quarterback. And I'm just like, based on what he did in college, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, man. It was, it was phenomenal. Uh, I'm a Florida State. I'm uh, a Florida State in college. He broke my heart, man. Like I watched him. First time I ever watched him like live play was him just thrashing Florida State, dropping like 50 on him. And like this dude's a monster. I I loved watching him play after. I kind of hated him for a little bit after yeah. that game. Yeah. But, like he was so fun to watch play. And I was stoked when they got him. Like he that. he was my QB two that year. Yeah. So I was really excited about it. I think he is a lot. He's bringing a lot to the table. That's awesome, man. All right, so I'm going to tell you what was behind each door. Behind the orange door was Philip Lindsay. Um, behind the um, behind the blue door was Matt Stafford, right? Um, and behind the orange door was Mixon. Oof. No, I'm sorry. Behind the black door was Mixon, right? Behind the orange door was Philip Lindsay. Behind the black door was Mixon. So, uh, and, and they all have like some, you know, some tough stuff. But anyway, bro, thank you so much for joining us. This has been awesome. Yo, do me a favor one more time. Help the people know where they can find yourself, where they can listen to your podcast, where they can hear you on a consistent basis. Let people know where they can get, get at you. Awesome. You can find me on Twitter at Ryan Sirfoss at Fantasy FB Connect. I do the Armchair Football Show every Tuesday. We're live at 930. You can find all podcasts and networks. I do waiver articles from Tuesday. I do a lot of writing for them as well. I also just started for a new website, uh, Dynasty Draft Room. I'm covering the SEC for that, and we'll be doing, doing draft profiles all year. Put out one on two attack Tagaluva already, and what he's about to bring to the table. Tua. Uh, a lot more, huh? I Tua. like Tua. Yeah, There's got a lot of stuff coming. Cool. But appreciate you having me on, man. It was a blast. Yeah, my my absolute pleasure, bro. Hey, look, if you are out there, man, and you are listening to the show, then here's what I need you to do. Go ahead and give us a five-star rating and leave a comment. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, also go ahead and follow Ryan on Twitter. Look, he has a lot of great content. I want you to go ahead and get your hands on it, get your ears on his podcast as well. Thank you so much for joining us. All we're doing every single week is trying to make sure you suck less at fantasy. There is safety in a <laughs> there is safety in a multitude of consoles. So every week I'm trying my best to bring you some of the best voices, the most respected individuals in the fantasy football community. Thank you once again for joining us. See you next week. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like pot. I shoot the shot. I'm coming in hot. Are you a believer who enjoys Marvel or DC comics? Do you just love a good superhero story? You do? Awesome. Then check out Waywater Entertainment's new digital comic Legacy AD, now available on Amazon.com and the Amazon Kindle app. Get ready for a new superhero who loves and serves Jesus Christ. For more information, check out LegacyADCartoon.squarespace.com.
And now, the time fight fans all across the globe have been waiting for. It's the MTMV main card with your man, The Voice. Whether it's spectacular striking, smothering ground and pound, the sweet science or slick submissions, we cover it all. Every single Friday, wherever you listen to podcasts, sports fans rejoice. My team, my voice.